welcome fellow lighting nerds and friends to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for joining me again. Um, I'm always, again, delighted to talk with you all. Um, if you haven't yet, please do support the podcast at patreon.com slash lightfiles. Your support uh, means so much to me. Um, it's sometimes... Um, uh, well, I don't know what the right word to say there is. It's sometimes uh, something I have to work on to get motivated every day. And uh, just knowing that all of you are out there to uh, support me and support the podcast just really like lifts my spirits in a way that I can't begin to describe to you. So many of you know that um, my journey with the podcast and with the Lighting Shoreham Association is all um, just born out of a genuine passion for the industry and what we do. And, um, well, if you don't know that, I'm telling you now. Um, <laughs> uh, most of this uh, is done just on a volunteer basis. Right now, I am recording this episode from a hotel room in Atlanta while I have some time with my son. And, um, yeah, and I'm always happy to do it. And these little uh, contributions really just mean the world to me. Honestly, even if you just comment or uh, have uh, insight on a podcast or something that we're working on, that also means the world to me. Um, part of what uh, Alex and I, that's my son, have been doing this weekend is um, our football team, the Georgia Bulldogs, won the uh, national championship uh, after a 41-year drought. Um and uh, I, it's, you know, just been the, so much fun. And we went yesterday to the celebration that they had in Athens for the football team. And it was actually kind of inspiring because we got to hear some of the coaches, well, the head coach and some other, you know, people related to the football team talking about, you know, their success and everything. And um, the coach of the uh, Georgia Bulldogs talked about um, two things that really resonated with me that I, I, I've i been thinking about a lot since then. The first was a, a quote from Henry David Thoreau that probably many of you know, um, one of my all-time favorite quotes um, that has been inspiring me since, uh, I think high school days is by Henry David Thoreau. Um, the one about, um, if you've built castles in the sky, don't worry, um, just build the foundation to get to them. But the one that, um, coach Kirby Smart mentioned yesterday was that success usually comes to those who are too busy looking for it. And I thought that was really kind of powerful for a lot of us as independent business owners or small business owners. Um, it can be such a distraction to have the idea in your head that you have to succeed, you know, because these are the businesses that support our families and pay our bills. And um, it, you can get so caught up on that being the end goal that you'll you'll sometimes um, lose the thread of everything you need to do to take you there. So that was a good reset for me. And the other thing the coach mentioned is something that uh, the board of the LSA and I talk a lot about. And um, the biggest thing this podcast has brought to me uh, personally and professionally, the word is connection. And I think what I try to do with these podcasts and what the LSA is trying to do for the industry um, at the very core of it, the very foundation of it is connection. Um, I think it's something that our industry in years gone by has sort of lacked unless you were in the inner circle 
Um, and you know, someone like me <laughs> was never in the inner circle, <laughs> probably was never going to be invited and that's fine. You know, there's obviously a, a core of people that have been a part of this industry and really moving it forward for many, many, many years and their contributions are so valuable. Um, but as you know, times change and things grow and, um, you know, the world moves on a bit. Um, we all have to have a sense of connection and not just with one another, but with our industry, um, with our customers, with the path that we're going to take with our businesses in, in order to reach, um, ideally that success, um, that we're all aiming for. So, um, yeah, so just to, I don't know, sometimes I feel like, I maybe lose the thread of where I'm going with um, this podcast or the showroom association or anything in life. Quite quite frankly, um, it can be easy to get distracted and get off target. Um, but just thinking about that importance of connection and how important building connection is, um, you know, in you know, from your interpersonal relationships outward, like everything is really based on our connections with one another. And, uh, you know, to preach a little bit to the choir here, I mean, that's what the issue with COVID is, right? On schools being closed and all that, that's a little bit of that lack of connection is, um, can potentially be harmful for us. So in any even small, small way that this podcast has connected people in this industry, or even just given us something to talk about and consider as a group, um, as we try to move forward and figure out what the best pathways are for our businesses, um, I'm super grateful to have had the opportunity to do it and put it out there for you all. Um, I'm not always perfect. <laughs> Obviously, I say things wrong sometimes. I misspeak. Um, maybe uh, in my haste to get a topic or a conversation out there. Um, I, I don't look into everything maybe as much as I could, but I always do come from this perspective of speaking from my experience as the owner and previously manager of a lighting showroom um, and all the challenges that come with being an independent business owner um, in 2022. Uh, it's certainly different than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and I'm sure it'll be even different in 10 years from now. Um, but there, there's always so much to learn and do and new fun things to explore. Um, and I, I hope like this podcast can just be a place where we talk about some of those things and um, share ideas and uh, maybe just get even a brief moment of inspiration that helps make your job every day a little bit easier and brings some of that connection to all of us, um, no matter where in the industry you're working as an agent, as a showroom, as a manufacturer. Um, I just think it's critically important that we support one another in, in all the best ways that we can, because that 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 is what is going to allow us to be successful. Um, the, the shorthand I was using it, market was, um, and I think I might've said this on last week's episode, but it just kind of, it really sticks with me as, you know, showrooms want to sell things. 
lighting and fans generally, and manufacturers want us to sell those same things. Um, they just want us to sell theirs. <laughs> so it's really when you boil it down, very simple and really just about us connecting with one another and finding ways that our businesses can mutually support one another um, to head towards that goal of success. And again, I think maybe I too get way too focused on that end result of success and what that's what is that going to look like and you know my exit from my company what's what's that like and but something like that is probably many 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 years away and um to get bogged down in thinking about that uh it probably is distracting me from the day-to-day things that i need to do um in order to really reach that success. So anyway, just wanted to share, I know it's kind of silly maybe to tie in um, going to a celebration of a national championship <laughs> to lighting, but um, I do always kind of look for these moments in everyday life that um, inspire me or lead me to think about something um, in a different way. So I take those wherever they come. And if it comes from um, a football team, especially one that I love very much, I'm actually really good with that. So thank you for indulging me on that. I wanted to do a quick little recap of my experience at Light Ovation um, in January, a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Um, I just wanted to say it was a really... Um, I'm going to say charming market um, because everyone that was there was so excited to be there. We certainly missed everyone who could not be there for various reasons, whether, you know, travel wouldn't allow it, canceled flights, um, issues with the uh, coronavirus, whatever prevented people from being there. We certainly missed you, but everyone that was able to attend, there was such a um, sense of camaraderie and community that um, it really was one of the most fun and engaging markets I've ever attended Um, (laughs) because we were all just so excited to be around one another and to be talking and working together again. I know some showrooms that were there hadn't been to a market in two years, Um, so it was uh, yeah, felt it allowed us to kind of approach market like it was our first time going and all of the fun <laughs> that that entails, you know, when you're going every six months for years and years and years, uh, the whole process can get pretty like mundane or repetitive. But when you have a uh, imposed two year break <laughs> from it, it uh, it all of a sudden when you come back, it all seems so exciting and new all over again. So it was a lot of fun um, for everyone that was able to attend. Um, I was really pleased with the amount of new product that I saw. Um, I knew, of course, there was going to be new product introductions, but I was a little concerned. You know, the supply chain issues are real. Um, Chinese New Year's coming up or is here. I apologize. I don't have the date in front of me, but still the impact of of that uh, in our industry and shipping and logistics and all of that. So I was really, really pleased to see how much new product there was. I would say it was significantly less than a a standard January introduction. Um, A lot of what I did see from manufacturers was, um, you know, extensions of an already popular family. Um, so whether, you know, they took a popular wall series and made it a chandelier, you know, whatever it was, or, uh, introduced new finishes of a fixture. I did see a lot of family extensions in January, which I think is to be expected, but I'm still excited about plenty of them. And, um, 
there were still some new designs. There was some pretty creative new things going on in the world of LED lighting still. I mean, we all know um, how integral LEDs can really be molded into pretty much any shape you want, <laughs> uh, as long as you can kind of get power to them and have the right optics and a piece of glass or acrylic, you can do some really amazing things. And, um, there are some samples of that on display at the market. Um, pretty pricey, some of them, <laughs> but, but they were super cool. <laughs> so, I enjoyed seeing that in my market. Um, we have less of an interest in integral LED fixtures. Sometimes, uh, you know, people really, really want that. But oftentimes, we're a lot of our customers are wanting um, socketed fixtures where they can replace the light bulbs um, just for a whole variety of reasons. But a lot of the reasons being that my marketplace is a pretty traditional, transitional market. So um, some of the most stunning integral LED fixtures probably won't hit my showroom for a good while yet, but um, it was still really fun to see them. So yeah, so there was new product, a lot of line extensions, um, but still, you know, great products, good saleable products. Honestly, sometimes when there's line extensions, you have a little bit more of a guarantee that this is going to be a good product <laughs> because they brought that out because of the success of the original model. So that actually is a buyer kind of makes me feel a little bit better. Um, if I know what they've expanded on is already something that's selling in my showroom. Um, it becomes a pretty easy decision to go ahead and purchase the extension and have that on display. So in some ways that takes some of the guesswork out of buying. Uh, and I appreciate that because it always hurts my feelings when I fall in love with a light fixture at market and we get it hung up in the showroom and it just dies a slow death over the next 12 months. And I thought, gosh, that fixture had such potential. I was so sure it was going to create conversations and people would want to buy it. And then, you know, 12 months later, when I'm reviewing to go buy, you know, make fixture purchases again for display, and I see it has done nothing but collect dust. Um, it's so disheartening. Uh, all of the fixtures in my showroom in some way are like, uh, they're like children almost like, um, a lot of the staff will, you know, if they don't know the name of a fixture, they can, you know, Lisa, what's this? And I'll be able to rattle off the manufacturer, not the part number, but usually the manufacturer and the family. And, um, I I've come to realize that, uh, over time, the reason I can do that is because when I'm making these purchases, it all becomes very personal to me. And I, I really uh, think every show, every fixture we put on display in our showroom is special and unique. And I always have such high hopes for them. And sometimes they absolutely pay off and then some, and other times not so much. And the, those are, those are the sad times and, and we don't appreciate that. But um, what else from market? It was just a really good engaging time um, because attendance was on the lighter side. I would say, it was somewhere around the neighborhood of a, a regular June market um, in terms of attendance. Um, so because of that, there was more time to sit down with people and uh, talk and network and talk about maybe issues I'm having in my showroom with a manufacturer or things we could do better to partner together. Um, so there was more time for those conversations because people weren't pulled in the hundred different directions, only like 50 different directions. So that was actually really fun. I always enjoy that. That's actually my number one selling point for even going to June markets. I, I don't do much buying usually at a June market, but my favorite part 
is going and doing a lot of interaction with other manufacturers and showrooms and being able to have the time to, to talk and um, work through either just questions I have or things I need in my showroom. So I was actually able to do some of that this January, which was um, really unexpected and pleasant. Um, come the Saturday of market, things were pretty quiet. <laughs> um, some showrooms, uh, elected to close, um, you know, they closed after Friday. So they were closed on Saturday and Sunday. Um, and a lot of, um, visitors, a lot of showrooms, a lot of buyers had also left by, um, Saturday or were leaving Saturday morning. So I was at the market center all day on Saturday, but it was, it was pretty quiet. <laughs> there was not a lot of activity. Um, which is fine. I had a new staff person with me and we were able to go around and visit a lot of showrooms that sometimes we wouldn't even have time to visit. So that was actually a really enjoyable experience. Um, and you know, because there wasn't a ton of traffic, um, even in the world trade center in the, um, areas where usually on a weekend of a market, it's packed. Um, there was still, um, lots of free space to walk around and check things out. And that was, um, that was a really, really useful time. We got a lot of work done just walking around and checking out goods and thinking about how we want a space plan in our showroom and where we are aiming to go with our merchandising in 2022. So that was, um, really useful time for us to have while we were at market. Um, I think that's really it for me. I got a lot of um, um, networking time in with showrooms and manufacturers. A lot of, uh, you know, what I would call solid product I saw. I didn't see anything, just a few things that were kind of outstanding um, in terms of creativity and novel concepts. But most of the new goods I saw were just quality sellable products. Um, and I don't see anything wrong with that. That's as a showroom, as a distributor, that's what I want. Um, show pieces and things that people talk about are always fun and exciting to see. But, um, when it comes down to it, I want to have fixtures that will sell in my showroom <laughs> and that my staff are excited to sell. And I feel like we saw a lot of those. Um, I did place uh, orders at market and we're going to do um, a few more now this uh, upcoming week. So it felt good to be buying new product again and I uh, can't wait to get it up in the store. That's always so much fun when we get to refresh the look of the store. Um, oh, and to that end, I'm also going to the Las Vegas market coming up um, in just a week. I'm going to fly out there on a Sunday, return on Tuesday with a different uh, staff member of mine is coming with me. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. I haven't been to the Vegas market and I, th I think it's been about three years now. Um, and the first time I went, I was just kind of getting a lay of the land, but this time we definitely have a strategy, a buying strategy in mind and, I'm excited to go. We're um, just really spending a lot of time in 2022 focusing on the merchandising of the showroom and having products that customers can come in and walk out with um, to stage their homes, to make their homes more beautiful. Honestly, the biggest purpose behind this is to give customers a reason to come back to my store more frequently when... It, <laughs> I've said it on this podcast before, and I know we all know this. If you have to wait for somebody to want to replace a light fixture in their home, um, you know, you could be waiting 20 years. 
<laughs> uh, it just, it doesn't happen that frequently. Um, it has happened with ever more frequency because of the pandemic and all of the home updating that's been done. Um, so maybe we've cut that 20 years down to three to five years, but still that's a long time to wait in between visits. So we're trying to, I'm trying to come up with ways to bring people into my showroom on a, you know, semi-annual basis at the very least, just to check out all the new fun things that we have, not only for lighting and fans and lighting controls, but home decor and accent pieces and artwork as well. Um, and so far that strategy seems to be working with us to, to bring people in more frequently. And, you know, of course, when they come in, maybe even just to see a piece of decor that we posted about on social media, um, you know, there are walking into a lighting and fan showroom and we have a lot of great new products up. So, um, it's sometimes it even surprises me how much someone coming in to look at those goods will translate into a sale for lighting and fans, which is, you know, ideally what we want. Cause that's our primary business. So, um, we're going to be doing even more of that in 2022. So, I will have another podcast for you next week as I travel back from Las Vegas and I'll tell you everything that I saw there and anything just fun and exciting um, in the world of decor and accessories that we see in Las Vegas. Again, um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I know I stumbled over my words a little bit at the top, but it's really just because sometimes I find it hard to express to you all how much I appreciate you, how much doing this means to me. And I don't mean that in a financial sense. I mean in a just a networking and industry support. It uh, it really means the world to me. It has made my business better. And my whole mission here is if I can do one little thing to make another showroom's business just a little bit better, then I'm doing exactly what I want to do. And that is what I am aiming for every day. And I thank you all so much. I appreciate your listening. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Light Files, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on uh, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you all so much. I'll talk to you next time.